0: If I only knew then what I know now, wow, isn't that true? Don't you wish you could go back to when you were like 16 or 18, 20, even 25, depending on how old you are, and just know what you know today? I do. I know I do, and I try to, this is the weird thing, I try to guide my kids in a way that will help them avoid the hurdles I encountered but they do the same thing I did. They think they know better, and they want to encounter them on their own, which I wanted to do, and I get, and I understand. I just wish it wasn't the case. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you five truths I would tell my younger self. These are going to be great, and they're all about self-discipline. That's what we're going to talk about today, and I hope this is beneficial to you. Maybe if you're younger, I'm I'm almost 50. I'm 47, not almost 50. I'm just past 45. But I, I hope this is beneficial to you, even, no matter what age you are. I think we can all learn from each other. I'd love to hear what five things you would tell yourself. You can tweet them to me at P Desmond Adams. All right, let's get into the show. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about changing the world around you by first changing the world within you. Each episode lasts less than 20 minutes and is published every weekday. My passion is to share what I've learned about personal development while remaining humble and open about the fact that, just like you, I often struggle and occasionally fail. I'm real, raw, and ready to reach beyond my grasp. I hope you'll come along with me. You have a free gift waiting for you right now now you can get it by going to pdesmondadams.com slash five fears. Why would you want it? So you can figure out what fears are keeping you from reaching your goals. Believe it or not, we all have these fears that sit inside of our subconscious mind, which slow us down, which impede our progress, which keep us from doing what we really, really need to do to have the best life. We think avoiding certain things will make things feel better, but ultimately we're keeping ourselves from being better. So I dig into these five fears and it's a one page report. Don't you hate when you get an ebook that's like 50 pages and you're like, I'm never going to have time to read this. This is one page. you have time to read it. Get it right now at pdesmondadams.com slash five fears. If you're in the United States, you can send a text with the word my free gift. I know that's three words, but when you push them all together with no spaces, it's one word, my free gift, and then text that to 33444. I'll send it to you almost immediately. All right, let's dig into this. I really seriously with, I have adult children. I have a teenage daughter as well, and I'm always trying to give them good advice. And I'm very sensitive to the fact that I can over lecture sometimes. It's done out of a sense of love and a desire to give them the best possible life they could have. But I also realize that they don't really get that all the time. And sometimes it's like, oh man, there's a reason I don't listen to his podcast. It's so I don't have to hear this stuff for 20 minutes. They get the extended version sometimes. I should record those. That should be an episode one day. Now nah, I'll do them a favor and not do that. But seriously. I so wish, a matter of fact, I just got done telling one of my daughters this about budgeting and money. I said, man, I wish I had somebody when I was your age who would have sat down with me and really said, okay, how much money you got? Where's it going? What are you doing with it? Let's budget it out and learn that because it would have changed things for me dramatically. And uh, But I didn't. So, I, you know, we move forward, whatever it is, it is. But I want to go over five things that, that I think would have had a dramatic impact on me if I could go back in time. I think that's a Huey Lewis and the News song. I'm not going to sing it, but I think it is, right? Let me know if I'm right. At P. Desmond Adams on Twitter. Just say, yep, Huey Lewis and the News. All right, if I could go back in time, I would tell myself these five things. First one, success doesn't come from extraordinary ideas. Instead, it comes from extraordinary consistency and perseverance. Whoa, I've always thought there had to be something amazing that I invented, some amazing thing that I had discovered, something that I did that was out of the ordinary. I realize now at almost 50 years old, 47 again, oh, I gotta stop saying that, at 47 years old, that it's, it's not about that. It's really, 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 I can't tell you enough, it's not about doing something off the charts amazing. That is the way people get instant success, but real success. Now, instant success sometimes is is fleeting, not always, but sometimes. But real success is slow, prodding, methodical climb up a hill. It doesn't need to be. You're not. You're not going up a rock face. It's a hill that you can climb. But too often in life, we go ten feet and we're like, and how far does this hill go? Let me go try that other hill. And I've gone through this before and we go down and we go try the other hill. I wish I could go back to my younger self and say, come up with a great idea or a great something that you can give to others, a service maybe that you can provide to others and do it consistently without measuring, without sitting there constantly like, am I there yet? Am I there? It's kind of like the kid in the back seat, right? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there? No, we're just going to we drive. We lay out our map and we do it and we drive and we trust the GPS. I didn't have GPS back then, but we trust the old folder. Oh, I'm so glad we don't have foldout maps anymore. And we trust the foldout map that we're going where we need to. Oh guys, I was going to say, are hey, you kids? kids, seriously, you don't understand the GPS, your Google maps, your, your Apple maps. Oh my goodness. You used to have to have this big giant paper full oh, and you would fold out and you're like, wait, hold on. Where are we? We're, okay. We're down. And you had to like figure it out based on, okay, we just passed this street and all right, I won't dig into that, but wow, I just suddenly had a moment of sincere, deep, intense gratitude for GPS systems. So don't don't keep checking. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Just methodical prodding, keep going, come up with a great idea and then just keep doing it over and over and keep offering it and don't give up. Keep going. I wish I could go back and tell my younger self that and don't, don't look for somebody who's going to tell you, Hey, if you do this for a year and a half, you'll be amazingly rich. I always thought that was going to be it. And I tried, I tried 10 different. You'll be rich in two to five year deals three to five year deals. I think it was a three to five year plan. Yeah. Some of you know what I'm talking about when I just say the three to five year plan. Um, and, and I, 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 I tried out about 10 of those. So here we are 30 to 50 years. Yeah, there you go. So 10 of them, three to five years, it comes out to almost 50 years. Don't do that. Just stick to a great idea, serve others and do it consistently. All right, here you go. Another one that kind of ties into that. Don't chase money. Instead, pursue your soul's desire. Oh, if I could go back and tell myself that, I kept looking for ways to make money, make money, make money, make money, make money. All I had to do was figure out what I loved doing. And I knew what I loved doing because when I was in those make money meetings and those seminars, I honestly, I'm gonna be totally transparent here. When somebody would accomplish something great and they would come up on stage and we would celebrate, It was a sales thing, a multi-level marketing thing. I mean, no reason to hide it. It was a multi-level marketing Amway thing. And I was involved in that when I was in my, actually when I was 18, I got involved in my early 20s. But seriously, when people walked up on stage and they would come up and they would tell their story and they would share how they made it and what they did and all that, I would seriously, at 18, 19, 20 years old, be bawling my eyes out. And I know maybe I'm lose my man card for that. But seriously, I was just so overcome with, oh my gosh, this person did it. Oh my gosh, they did it. They did it. Look at that. Let's celebrate what they did. And I was so excited. And I should have known then, when they were there on that stage, telling people that you can do it too, that that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to be doing what I'm doing right now, telling you that, hey, you know what? You and I, I'm not on a stage. I'm right next to you, okay? I'm in the car. I'm sitting sitting right next to you as you're driving or I'm walking down the street as you're getting your morning walk or jogging. Don't jog because I get tired. I get winded halfway through the podcast. So I'm I'm right next to you. But I want to tell you that we can do this. We got this together. That's my calling. I, I don't have you right in front of me where I can see you, but, I mean, if you give me a thumbs up, thank you. I saw that. If you give me a thumbs up, I appreciate it. And that is my calling. I want to, I feel like, yeah, I want to, I want to, that's what I want to do. And it, it moved me emotionally. And when you feel that being moved emotionally, maybe you're an artist, maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're, you're somebody who gets into math. Seriously, there's people now, if you don't, if you're not a math person or you're not a science person, you won't get this. But when you do an experiment and you get results and they confirm a hypothesis you had, you get this emotional, like, oh, that's cool. I did, that. I figured that out in my head first, and I proved it in the lab. Seriously, that's an emotional connection. That's where you know you're on track for what you're supposed to be doing. And I knew when I saw people on stage, that's why I got into radio. I wanted to be a motivational speaker, but like Tony Robbins, seriously, Tony Robbins, I lived in San Diego. He lived in San Diego. I used to just want to run into him and just pick his brain. But seriously, I. I got into radio because I heard these guys, Jeff and Jerry in San Diego. If you're in San Diego, you know this. And they were on the radio and they were they were impacting me every day. I would laugh and sometimes I would cry and I would feel good. And I'd, I'd feel just, I, I, I just felt like a better person after listening to their show. And actually, they're the ones who helped me get into radio. Their producer, little Tommy in San Diego, again, uh, Tommy Sablon. I reached out to him. I said, dude, I want to do this. I'm, I'm like working in a factory right now, like making electronic materials. I want to do that. And, and he said, come on in. And I remember it was a father's day that I came in. I should go back and find out which father day, father's day that was. But he kind of coached me from a distance, from afar. And I got into radio and I eventually got in Washington. I got in with uh, Dave and Ken, the breakfast boys at KZZU. And it was fan I didn't go by Desmond. I went by, I went by, patch because my last name's Adams. So it seems but you know what I was proud of that cuz my dad told me he goes, "Oh, that's Patch. That's a good Irish name." I like that. You're holding on to your heritage. I didn't know it was a good Irish name. But anyway, I and so when I when I went from being in this lab doing like engineering work and manufacturing work and I went into being in the communications field, I went from being in a good person like, "Oh, you, you know, you do a good job. I'd get performance evaluation, I was good." i was in i was in communication i was doing morning radio and i was making people laugh and think and have a great morning and make a difference in their life oh my goodness i don't say this to brag this is this is not to brag but oh my goodness i was i w- they were gushing over me like you are so great you it wasn't like i just found my thing that's what i would go back and i'd tell myself don't chase money instead pursue your soul's desires and let me add to that as i said that i would also say don't chase security either because I did that. I needed, I had a family and I I needed a good secure job and that I took a big risk to go into radio. I took a 50% pay cut to go into radio full time and um, I had some money in the bank, but I I did, I, I did it, but man, I wish I had done that in the beginning, man, it would have been so different. So I encourage you don't pursue money or security. Instead, pursue what resonates in your soul what moves your spirit that's what you should pursue and i'm telling you i didn't i didn't work any harder when i got into radio but oh my gosh the accolades were a hundred times greater it was just because i was doing what moved my soul all right here's another thing this is big and it kind of goes back to the first thing i said but it's focus on one thing until it's done Seriously, I would jump around from thing to thing to thing. And like I said in the beginning, I'd climb 10 feet up that mountain. I'd look over and go, man, look at that mountain over there. That mountain looks easier than this mountain. I'm going to head over to that one. And I'd climb back down. And i metaphorically, obviously, and go over to the other one. I'd start climbing up. And then a friend would say, hey, you should try this mountain over here. It's even easier. And I would go, oh, okay, I'll be right over. And I'd quit and I'd go down. And, I'd go, and I did that over and over. Focus on one thing until it's done. And even if at the time that you get to that top of that mountain and you look around, you go, that's not what I wanted. The discipline of doing it will have an exponential return in your life because you will discipline yourself to finish what you started. And that's a big discipline to learn. And I, I, I wish I could go back and tell myself that. It's about more than just getting to the top of the mountain. It's it's the process of getting to the top of the mountain. It's taking the next step when you're still only halfway up. Having the discipline to do that teaches you so much. All right, let's go on to the fourth thing because we're going to run out of time if I keep going at this pace. Save whatever you can on a regular basis. And I'm talking about money. It doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. Just $10 a paycheck would have made a huge difference for me. And honestly, it's not about the money. It's about the discipline of doing it. It's about the discipline of denying yourself. Because I wanted that $10 then, right now. Like, so take me back, back in time. Again, Huey Lewis and News, I think. Oh, Maybe it's not. Oh, I hope I didn't mess it up. Okay, take me back in time. And um, so I got 10 bucks. I can either go out a couple of times for lunch. Or I could put $10 into into an investment account. I took a couple times at lunch every single time. And that's that's like, I always love to use the physical metaphor, like our physical body. That's like knowing that, man, there's cake in front of me. I could have an extra piece or could not have that extra piece. Just have the birthday cake and then have the one small piece and be okay with that and enjoy it. But I, it's like me always wanting the extra piece. Eventually, you end up out of shape. And that's where I ended up financially out of shape. I wish I could go back and just say, even if it's $10, now hopefully it's more, 20 30 whatever it is, get in that discipline mode where you put something away. And here's what's going to, your mind's going to play a trick on you. Oh, 10 bucks. What's that going to do for you? So whoop-de-doo, in a month, you'll have $20, if, assuming you get paid every two weeks. What's $20 going to do? You got $20 right now. You don't need $20. You need $1,000. And so you don't do it because it seems so insignificant. But that's what I'm talking about when it comes to discipline. Do the insignificant consistently and it becomes something significant. That's a tweetable. I do the insignificant consistently and it becomes something significant. I'll be tweeting that tomorrow at P Desmond Adams on Twitter. And I'm, I'm telling you that there's some gold in that right there. And that just came to me and I'm grateful for That's not, that's not me. That's just coming through me. So I, I, that's, that's, that's what you, we, all right. That's what we need to be doing. Here's the last thing. The fifth thing. I'm almost out of time. Under 20 minutes, every episode. Remember, I promise you exercise, Regularly. And this ties back into that tweetable. Do the insignificant consistently and become something significant. Exercise regularly. That doesn't mean you have to go to the gym and be a muscle head who's consumed with taking creatine and protein and this thing and that teen and all these teens. You just have to consistently do a small amount of exercise, and over time, you will at least stay in shape. And it's such a, it's a small thing again, doing a small thing. See, I always, when I did go to the gym, I became, Oh, I'm a gym rat now. Now I'm going to work out and I'm going to be big and buff. And it was just like the business things that I did. Oh, now I'm in business. I'm going to make a lot of money really fast. And it was the same thing. I'm going to get really big, really fast. And because it doesn't happen, we give up on it. And I so wish I could go back to my younger self and say, no, oh, you know what? Go to the gym, do some curls. Don't, don't sit there and Look in the mirror constantly. You could do that. I mean, I guess, but don't, it'll eat you up. If you look in the mirror and you're like, man, I don't see much difference. And you do that two or three days in a row, then you will be like, "Ah, no point in doing this. And you quit. And the next thing you know, you don't look in the mirror anymore. And then things get worse and you don't know. And go work out consistently over a long period of time. And you'll be doing great. Those are the five things. Success doesn't come from extraordinary ideas. Instead, it comes from extraordinary consistency. Number two, don't chase money or security. Instead, pursue your soul's desire. Number three, focus on the one thing until it's done. Number four, save whatever you can, whatever it is on a regular basis. And number five, exercise regularly. And I can't say it enough. Again, do the insignificant consistently and it'll become something significant. That's what I would like you to do. Keep that mindset all day today as you're going about your day don't think that it has to be something huge in order for it to be significant it has to be something insignificant over a period of time that will change your life don't forget to go grab your free gift right now go do it at pdesmondadams.com slash five fears i will send it to you almost immediately and if you haven't yet go rate this podcast it helps us in a big way get the word out go to pdesmondadams.com slash itunes it'll open up itunes in your app And then you can give it a five-star rating. I appreciate it. And uh, reviews are great because you get to tell me what you think in your words. I would love that. Thank you so much. May your reach always extend, even if it's an insignificant amount, beyond your grasp.